get inspired. This, this is the Go for the Goldie podcast. It's Wednesday, April 14th, and hello from the Lone Star State in Frisco, Texas. Today I'm joined by my friend from Buffalo, New York, who's one of the most upbeat, passionate, and dedicated people to fitness I may have ever come across in my entire life. Joel, under my Joella Matthews. Joel, how are you doing? Good to see you again. Hi, Goldie. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I am just living it up down here in Dallas. You know, I miss Buffalo. Go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs> so let the people know about you right off the bat. What? Who are you? What do you do? Just give a quick intro. <clears throat> Um, so my name's Joelle, obviously. Um, I'm 30 years old. I'm from Buffalo. I'm, I am a personal trainer. I've been a personal trainer here for like 10 years this summer, 11 years this summer. And I met you through working in Run to Specialty. That is a great overview. I always find it interesting when I ask people to do that, you know, what bits of information they give or, or you know, how, how long they go. Some people go like, five minutes and just start going down you know rabbit holes and then some people are just like my name's brian and then they stop so it's always interesting <laughs> to see where that goes <laughs> yeah um, jenny right off the bat just letting her rip she goes hi jojo so jenny's here watching oh. and listening <laughs> so joelle so um i i you know prefaced it when i when i introduced you but um you really are one of the See what I what I find so interesting about your fitness journey because everyone has their own different way about going about it, right? Some people do the same thing every day, like clockwork, the, their entire life. You couldn't be farther from the opposite. Every time I talk to you, you're smiling, <laughs> you're excited about a new endeavor that you're going through, and um, it's just your your zest for trying new stuff is what I really find fascinating. So, um, you know, I guess you know we'll start chronologically I guess you know what originally got you into fitness have you been this way your whole life or was there an event that got you this way or kind of we'll start there yeah so uh no never never into sports at all like growing up high school like I never did any sort of team sport I mean I cheered but like not that's whatever um always into like movement in some way through gymnastics with friends or like when I was little but nothing competitive or athletic I would say okay. um I knew in high school I knew I wanted to go to college for like dietetics health and wellness something in that field I ended up not going to college but I know I wanted to find a job to get me in that right direction so I started working at a gym uh the BAC for women the Buffalo Athletic Club as a front desk girl and I did that for like a year and I started to work out very regularly and fell in love with it and then decided to study to become a personal trainer a year later and then have been doing it ever since. And you're talking like it's what when you're like 19, 18, something like that like right out of high school? 19 is when I started working at the gym and then 20 when I became a personal trainer and then teaching. That's interesting too because I think um, I, I think a lot of people, I'm not going to say most people, but um, I think a lot of people when they get out of high school and get that freedom of not being in high school anymore, 
will go the reverse way, right? They'll start to party, they'll start to drink a lot, they'll start to let their diet go or whatever. They're not playing sports. And it's funny right. that you went through the exact opposite with that. Right. And you know me, like, personally, you know that that literally was my story. Like, I, you know, as soon as I, I kind of turned 21 the same time where I got really into, like, being a healthy person. Because um, I was, like, high school and, like, right after high school, like, a normal, like, sleeping in late, going out and drinking at bars, like, not being the healthiest person until then I did turn, like, 20, 21, that age where people do kind of reverse that and I just like did the opposite <laughs> no I love that I think there's there's a real value in self-realization and not no movement to introducing movement into their lives or going from one lifestyle to another and so it's something I see every day so it's not like that crazy to me to hear but it is like it's wild that some people do not have these things in their life yeah 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 I watch like I mean, you know me, and I. And if you're watching this, you know me too. I'm like, I'm an absolute lunatic. I just don't stop. There's, even if it's not even like working out or physical fitness, I just don't stop moving ever. You know, I'm just always on the go. And me and Jenny, um, <laughs> we uh, at the end of the day, you know, we like to wind down, watch a stupid, silly show sometimes, just to kind of slide into you know sleep or whatever, and. We got into uh, Thousand Pound Sisters. Have you ever seen that one? So the, the combined weight of the two women are a thousand pounds. That's gross. It's ridiculous. And they're drinking like you know, five, five liters of pop a day and like just biscuits and gravy for breakfast. It's ridiculous. And it's just like to, to think that people exist like that out there. I mean, obviously it's a TV show, so they're going to embellish it quite a bit. But um, <laughs> you know <laughs> that's that's it yeah yeah but i mean still i i i hope to, and that's the point of this and that's why i wanted to have you specifically because we were talking you know the minute before the show i have a ton of people that uh I, I put the signal out and i just said hey you know looking for for guests in the show and i've had a lot of people come on but you're someone and that's what i want to get into i guess now we can talk about it but you're someone who your, your excitement over you know the the unknown not maybe not the unknown but like the new you know it's like it, the, I guess it's the experience I have when I go to a new gym it's like you'll never get the 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 like I, it's like um the workout you get when you go to a new gym is just so great because you're so excited to be in this new environment it's like refreshing and I feel like you get that when you try different stuff I mean correct me if I'm wrong but I mean it always looks like you're on to the next endeavor, on to the next, you know, challenge or on to the next fitness endeavor. And I, I love watching you you go through that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I literally just texted you last week asking <laughs> what your like workout program is right now because I want to do something different. Yeah. So, yeah, I do like that kind of stuff. But I just think uh, exercise is really exciting anyway. So, like, why not try to do as many different things as you can and find what you like to I love do? It. I love it. And, you know, it's kind of selfishly, you, you sent me three pictures for your cover photo, and I chose this one. And I'll tell you why I chose this one. Because the other two were running photos. You know, you were running on the track, and then the other one was you kind of like, I picture you running. like. But, like, I'm a guy, right? I, I, I'm a former football player. I love lifting weights. That's something I'm just kind of never going to give up, nor I don't think you should. 
I think there's a lot of women out there, though, that have a negative relationship with weights. And I wanted to, like, use this picture kind of, like, as, an, as encouragement. Because, I mean, look at you. You're obviously incredibly fit. You do this as a career. And, you know, do you, do you encounter that a lot when, you know, like, typically women are scared? Not scared, but hesitant to really go all in, all in on weights because of the misconception that they'll get bulky or, you know, whatever? Yes. Um, yeah, hundred percent every day, <laughs> like again, training in a women's gym for so long that I've seen, that's all I hear. Um, and a big reason of why they are coming to like specifically work out with me or in my world is because lifting weights, not only is intimidating for a woman to do, but especially around men, because they take into like two different versions, I guess. But yeah, um, most women are scared of like lifting weights or adding a different program like that into their week because they are scared of that stereotypical like I don't want to get big or I don't want to like gain muscle like I I have this new woman I shouldn't I there has been a client of mine in the past I guess who um I was training with and she was always like looking at this girl like who was very incredibly fit like very dedicated i saw her every day and she's like well i don't want to lift weights and like look like that girl like she looks like very bulky and i was like what like first of all no she doesn't second of all you're like that's everyone is different like you're not gonna look trust me adding five more pounds to this chest press is not going to make you look like that you know what i mean like Uh, it's hard women are really 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 scared to um i think challenge themselves and like progress uh in the weight like area because they're so scared of like that image and it's it's bizarre to me i i always used to like i like i like using logic when i talk to people um about fitness and you know i was a certified trainer obviously that's lapsed in these you know currently but um you know i I'm someone who avidly works out and does a ton of research about, you know, everything and tries to stay up to date with everything. And so when I was a trainer, I always used to kind of approach it, uh, approach it logically. And I would say, you know, listen, because I, I would run in the same thing all the time. You know, I'd, and, you know, women would primarily be really focused on cardio and men would typically be primarily focused on like bench pressing all the time for some reason. So I, um, I used to say like, you know, if you're so concerned about, you know, like gaining muscle or like, you know, being too muscular, if it were that easy, don't you think you'd see a lot more muscular men walking around? Because isn't that the goal for most men? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I used to say that. And there was another backdoor thing I used to say, too, is because I'm sure you get this all the time, too, is um, I don't have time. I don't have the time to dedicate oh. to the gym. Would you say I'm sorry? Don't get me started on that. It's so it's really interesting, actually, that you say that because I am I'm an early morning exerciser. I have trained for my whole career as like the first person in the morning in the gym at 5 a.m., 445 in the morning. Like you have the time. You're just not making the time that you can exercise literally anytime, any place. It doesn't have to be in a gym. It could be in your living room like you have 24 hours a day. 12 hours though like you know you you've done the math if you're sleeping for eight hours if you're working for eight hours you have eight hours of free time like whatever like you have time you just need to prioritize it no i i agree with that and that was another like little little tactic i would use when i would talk to people is like a first get to know you kind of session i'd always like when they said they 
when they said that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just immediately berate them or like, you know, I, I would just say. Ask them fellas. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Didn't you ask them what their favorite TV show was? Yeah, or something? see, you remember. Yeah, I'd keep that nugget in the back of my mind. I, and yeah. then later on, I'd be like, so what's your favorite show? And they'd be like, you know, Game of Thrones or whatever. I'd be like, so you do have time. You just yep. prioritize television or recreation over what? your fitness. And that's, you know. I a lot. I, I deal a lot with that. And it's really frustrating because, you know, I'm not, again, you can't be like, well, listen, like, pri like, make this your priority like without making that sound bad but like you gotta like go through someone's day and be like okay well maybe you get up 15 minutes earlier and go to bed a little bit earlier and then you have 30 extra minutes now right right and i think too you know i, I never want to be intimidating you know because like i i live and breathe this stuff you know like i'm training literally like three hours a day you know this is your career like this isn't this isn't something that me and you take casually, you know, but I think the reason we do what we do is to be a beacon, you know, to say, look at the possibility, you know, that, that exists within you because me and you, we're just ordinary people, you know, it's, it, we weren't like born superheroes or anything like that. And there's a bazillion people out there that are much better at everything that I do, you know, but I just want to be this like, and that's the point of this show, and that's why I want to have you on, is because I want to just surround myself with inspiring, dedicated, motivated people, and I want people to watch this and, you know, connect with all different types of guests. You know, I don't just talk to just, you know, dudes who weightlift. Like, that's not what the point of this is. You know, I want to talk to inspiring pieces or people from the whole entire spectrum of, of you know, the broad genre of fitness. So I guess, let me ask you this, what's your favorite type of fitness that you do? Oh God. Um, I want to say yoga just because that's what I've said forever. So I guess, yeah, yoga, power yoga, hot yoga. It's my favorite form of movement. Um, it's the yoga and weightlifting are the only two forms of exercise that I never, ever, ever have to talk myself into doing every run. I have to talk myself into it every, you know, class I teach I have to like really just like sit and think about it like I will never have to like I never get anxious before doing the like those types of things like I never feel like I have to dread it or it's a chore those are I'm gonna say yoga is my favorite and then weightlifting for sure as well that's really interesting you phrase it like that because I um just recently within the past couple months uh because I'm on the bike so much you know you can see it behind me I, I cycle in my room like nonstop. And audiobooks. I started getting into audiobooks and just listening to a lot of like um, mental health, self improvement, like all these kinds of books. And um, the Confidence Gap is one that I just started listening to. I'm about like three or four hours into it, and um, that's one of the things that um, separates you know successful people from. Uh, he kind of calls it like no man's land where you're not getting better, but you're not getting worse. You're just kind of like staying the same, but like de facto, you're kind of getting worse if you're not getting better. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you're either going up yeah. or down. Um, right. But, but our brains are wired for negative thoughts. And he, always, and he says, you know, the way that our brain or the way that you're taught is your thoughts and emotions drive your actions. But it's kind of a fallacy because you can think something but then do different. 
if that makes sense. So when you said like when you're anxious about like running, well, you still do it. You know, you still yeah. you overcome that that negative emotion in your head that like it's too cold, I'm too tired, it's too early. I'm not going to get a, you know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's where successful people separate themselves from the average because it's, everyone has those voices. I mean, every time I line up for a race and I see open water and a hundred people next to me, I know I'm going to be fighting. Like, I'm not like, yeah, I got this. This is going to be easy. Like I'm friggin' terrified. <laughs> you know, it's, everyone has that thought, you know? So how do you deal with those thoughts when you do you wake up and you, like you said, you're an early, you're an early riser and you go to the gym super early. Do you feel like waking up every day at the same time and going to the gym? Uh, no. <laughs> um, and you know, I think you have to be very in tune and like maybe accepting of certain thoughts. If you, if I feel, okay, let me rephrase that. I think I've struggled a lot over the last five or 10 years with negative self-talk regarding my body, regarding exercise, regarding food, like a lot of different things. So maybe acknowledging, being really good at acknowledging a thought and maybe challenging it or doing it anyway, like you just said, like you, maybe you don't want to do it, but then, you know, you don't want to run and you're saying that all day, but you still go out and run. Like just knowing the difference between like challenging a thought and like listening to your body maybe, because if you don't want to do something because you are injured or tired or it's not going to gain, you're not going to gain anything from it. There's a huge difference between acknowledging that and honoring your body versus like, just like, I'm bored. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So what is a, do you have any like tips or techniques or anything that you do to, to power through that? When that alarm goes off every morning, what's, what's the first thought that goes through your mind or like, what's, what's something that gets you out of bed? The sooner you do it, the sooner it's over with. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. It's uh, no, that makes sense. It's like the um, no. that you wake up and the first step is putting your feet on the ground. Once you get, that's the hardest part. That's the hardest part, right? And then it's just downhill it, from there. No, but truly, do like when it's regarding exercise. Like you do, it's so cliche, but you feel so much better when it's done. You'll more than likely never regret a workout, and just you're always going to kind of be a better person if you do it. I agree. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but for me too, at, um, at, um, Cowboys fit, I work out at the gym, um, in Frisco here. And, um, it's just a complete, it's like two different gyms. If you go in the morning and if you go at night. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, you, that's, I, you're right like the people regarding in what way is it different so when i go at six in the morning um usually it's it's all people that like have their headphones on they're on a mission you know it's like there's not a lot of chit chat it's a lot of just discipline maybe maybe not even like an older crowd but just a more like more focused more you know in tune with just getting at it you know and um when i go at night if I, if I don't make it in the morning for whatever reason or I have like a bike in the morning or something like that and I go later on, it's like, you know, teenagers or maybe 20-somethings hanging out, you know, like just chit-chatting or, you know, it's some, some people getting off, you know, they're 9 to 5 and then they just, 
a lot of people go to the gym just to go to the gym to walk around or say and say they went to the gym. You know, it, it's a lot more of that. And that crowd, that morning crowd, I will take ten times out of ten. I just there's something about that energy when you're there early morning. It's like you feel like you. Me, Danny, not Danny. You don't know Danny. Um, I had him on the show a couple of weeks ago. He's the professional baseball player, former pro baseball player. Um, we talk about this all the time. Like when you log in for work and or wherever you if you go to work or log in whatever that whatever you're going to be doing that day when you're sitting there let's say it's nine o'clock in the morning and you log on for a zoom call and you see other people like rubbing their eyes or you can tell their hair's messed up they just rolled out of bed like you already have had a day already if you woke up at 4 30 to get to the gym at five you know you've been up for four and a half hours at that point and to me, you just hit the ground running. Like, it's momentum. You just keep it going throughout your day. I think there's – and then it, it snowballs every day. You know, Monday through Friday, if you have one of those kind of jobs, you know, you just – that compounds over the course of weeks and months and years. And all of a sudden, you look down the road when you're 40, let's say, if you've been doing that since you were 25 for, you know, 15 years compared to someone who's just walking around the gym at, you know, 5.30 p.m. after work and, you know – just going for the sake of going, no plan or whatever. I mean, that's going to manifest, you know. Not to say that, like, you know, a 6 p.m. exerciser who's there for an hour and then they go home isn't, like, also dedicated, also driven, have X, Y, and Z goals. But, like, right. I agree with you. Like, people who, at least from what I've noticed, like, the people who do all of the things that they need to do before they start their day, like, whatever that means, like, it's because they have kids and that's the only time they can do it like it's because they have a very early work day and that's the only time they can do it it's because they have like it's it's people making it a priority because they know that they have to like show up for the rest of the day mm -hmm. and i think that that crew is just a very it's totally just a different mindset it's i see the same people the same day doing the same things because that's part of their routine and that's part of their day and i love that so what is a typical like what's a routine for you look like what do you, how do you combine, like, obviously you do yoga. By the way, Jenny is doing some kind of ab challenge or something for 30 days. So she, she just behind me just pulled up her yoga mat and just, like, smiled at me. She's going to do it right now. <laughs> um, like, what do I do for exercising my week? Yeah, yeah. What's a, what's a typical week look like for you? Is there a typical week? You know, I, I'm sure people want to know how you are so fit and, you know, you're professional. Yeah. So they want to know what you do. So up until very recently, I was, um, I, so I run like five days a week, I'll say. Um, currently I'm training for a half marathon, but even if I wasn't, I still run like five days a week. Um, I was lifting five days a week very regularly, which I love to do. I was, I teach um, like a yoga and Pilates class. So that's once a week. And then I do yoga whenever I feel like it. Um, and then I'll throw in spin one to two times a week. If I feel like it, I love to power walk. I usually do that a couple mornings before I lift. So like I do <laughs> like a lot of different things. Um, but the, yeah, so, but, but all of those things I've done for 10 years, I'm not like the kind of person that's like, okay, I'm going to do boxing this month, or I'm going to try out like this new, like, you know, I know what I like and I just kind of rotate through them. I love that. I love the, some months, spinning. Some months I'm really into lifting. Some months I'm really into Pilates. You know, like 
change is also very good, but I know what my body likes and how it like responds to certain things. Like, so. Yeah, that's a big part of it too, I think. I think my problem personally is I get obsessed with things, you know, so I'm not going to like, I, I, I want to compete. That's, that's my thing at the core of like why I work out. I want to be able to compete in things. Like I love racing and yeah. I suck. Like I'm not that good, but I still like competing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I got to get that out of me. Um, well, you don't suck. First of all, you've won things before and you're a very great athlete, but um, I don't, I am also competitive, like in certain things, like with certain sports, but I, I'm never going to win anything. Like I'm very lucky if I get age group awards. Um, I know I'm never going to be the best at any of the sports that I do, but I just like to do them. Well, I love, I love that you mix it up. You know, I really do because yeah. like I, so I have this weird thing. Okay. So I, I, this is the first time I'm like actually talking about this publicly. This is an inside joke with one of my best friends. They actually just moved to Frisco down the road from me here. But, um, so I, ha I would do these things called, I call it 3am thoughts. Okay. So I'm a lunatic and I never stop thinking. I never stop moving or walking around doing stuff. So every night at 3am I wake up and I just walk around and think about stuff. And that's like when I get some of my best thinking done. And I know this is like completely, you know, you're not supposed to look at screens or whatever in the middle of the night or whatever. Um, if I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and, I, and this isn't every night that I look at a screen or whatever, but if I start thinking about something that I want to get into, I'll just start looking at it and go all in in it. So um, the girl who's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks, Steph, I was telling you about the Ninja Warrior. Um, she just qualified for the world championships and I saw that she qualified. So I was like, Oh, that's really cool. I wonder what it went on at 3am start looking at uh, it. And then I found so out there's an official gym across the street from me, literally oh, across the street from me. And then I'm like, Hmm. And then I texted Danny, my buddy. I'm like, dude, would you be into this with me? And like, I have to be like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. <laughs> I got to stop it. <laughs> I know. I know that about you. And yeah, <laughs> Have you ever I done mean, I, that stuff before? Yeah, I mean, when I watched your 4 for 48, 4 for, yeah, 4 for 48, um, I was like, okay, like, do I want to do this next year with Goldie? Like, yes, I yes, let's go. Let's go get down yeah. here. Let's go. I will. I, mean, I definitely want to do Running of the Buffalo just because I was, I know the, I know that. Like, you were part I, of the, like, original thought process behind that. Yeah. Like, I, I sat next to you while that was created. Um, so I'm fully down to run to the Bills Stadium. Um, but, but yeah, like, I, I'm actually very much like that. Like, if I'm seeing you do a challenge, like, I want to do it, too. Just because I like working out with friends also. Like, I'm all about, like, group encouragement. And, like, if someone's, like, all in on something and I like it, like, absolutely, I want to do it, too. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I, I really, I've, I've done a lot of thinking about this recently, too, with, you know, the political environment that we live in nowadays, and um, I think it's innate in us, in our core, to be, to be tribal, regardless of, like, regardless of what that tribe may be, or however you may define a tribe. I mean, I think every one of us wants to be a part of a group. I really do. And I think too many people feel that and it's like a false sense of community 
when you go on Twitter and you just you know pile dive on you know can't trying to cancel get someone canceled, or you know you pick the Democrat or Republican team or whatever that may be, right? Well, with running, it's just like you know, none of that exists. You know what I mean? It oh doesn't matter who the hell you are, where you came from. When you're out there on a Saturday morning and it's forty degrees and you're cranking out eighteen miles, like that's a true community. Yes. And you, I mean, you yourself know that firsthand being the, like being a running coach at one point, um, you running's the only thing, it could be the only thing you have in common, but like you could be running with a judge. You could be running with a police officer. You could be running with someone that does not believe in the same religion as you or a different political background or like in other terms you guys would not be friends whatsoever but like you still run together every saturday morning and like have a great friendship like it's why i love that so much yeah and that's exactly right and that's that's where i really start to think like you know i i i, I there's a lot of mantras and stuff i you know catch on to with the books that i read and um you know just youtube inspirational stuff i watch but you know, the one that I really think is, is, is important is like your summation of your five closest um, acquaintances or friendships, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, if you're surrounded by people that are just, you know, angry about, you know, the political environment or just yelling at the news all the time, like that's not doing anything for your psyche. That's not helping you whatsoever. But, you know, someone like you, Joel, you're like, I saw you do the four by four by 48 challenge. I'm in next year. Like that kind of mentality that. You want to surround yourself with people like that. Yeah, at least that's yeah. my opinion. No, of course. Someone that makes you want to do something better for yourself, like, duh. Yeah, there was a, there was a concept in the confident or um, the compound effect. It goes: you're either an anchor or an engine. Surround yourself with engines. Get rid of the anchors. You know, because anchors still may love you, but if their life is not on a trajectory where they're getting better. They're going to be they're going to be uncomfortable with your success, and they're going to inadvertently become an anchor, whether they are meaning to or not. You know, and I thought that was pretty profound. It's pretty interesting because yeah. you know we're always changing. You know, we're we're dynamic. People are learning new skills and all that, and um, you know, striving to be better. And I'm sure there's people that you know that you know ten years ago you might have been a lot closer with. Now you're not, but it just. And it's through no fault of either of your own, but you just kind of drift apart, you know. And, and um, I mean, I know for for myself, I look back at some of the some of the nonsense that I was getting into in my twenties, and I look back and I'm like, "Good God, I'm happy I'm not doing that stuff anymore," you know. Yeah. So I just think you know, constant growth is is, is really important. So you mentioned earlier half marathon. Which which one are you training for? Uh Grand Island half. Oh, okay, cool. I'd um. That was one of my first events um, with that yeah, running was, company. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, so what? Um, when is that? May 1st. Oh, it's coming up. How are you feeling? You yeah. Ready? I just ran it in October, so like not too long ago, and it's already come because of COVID, like it was rescheduled. So I'm like trying to race the same race quite soon. <laughs> <laughs> So what's um what training plan are you following or are you following one or um I have a coach. Oh you have a coach. You wanna give a shout out to the coach here? Uh David Vega, my 
my coach. Yeah, he lives in Texas as well. I've actually looked, I've tried to connect you guys, but you live a couple hours away. Where does he live? Forgot. Nice. There you go. Shout out to Dave. Yeah. <laughs> how, uh, how did you come across him? He um, moved to Buffalo and he was, he's a runner, obviously, and he reached out to the store and asked for like a running community. And I kind of like invited him to come run and he, we've kind of connected ever since. And then he moved away, but he's coaching me. That's awesome. So what I'll do, um, I didn't tell you this, but after every show, I'll put like your social media handles in there. So people can watch this and kind of follow your, you know, journey is kind of cliche, just kind of follow your progress and your life really. Um, but any ad- other additional things that we talk about here, like Dave's, Dave, you said, right? David, David Vega. Yeah. David. Yeah. So we can put, you know, his link in here too. So if anyone listening is looking for a running coach, you know, we can, uh, you know, help spread the word about him. Absolutely. Yeah. So what other, any other events that you have on the horizon past the, uh, past no, the, uh, I don't know. Uh, not really. I just run for fun all summer, continue to move, you know, seasons change. Like I'll, I'll go hiking a lot now this summer. I'll ride my bike more. Well, that was the wrong answer because running of the bills is in September. So you failed. So I'll train for the the 17 mile run that we'll do in September. (laughs) Hell yeah. Let's go. Um, I'm that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it too. You know, it's, Hopefully, uh, everything gets figured out up there in Buffalo. I mean, I was just at a, I was just at a Rangers game a couple of days ago, and you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's everything's at full capacity here, so it's pretty interesting to see how like everything has gone in, in just crazy different directions all over the country. It's pretty wild. Did you have to wear a mask? Uh, yeah, but not really. Like they, it was it's, everything here is like optional. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it's Texas. You can't tell these people what to do. You know, so they're like. On Saturday, and it's like severely restricted capacity, mask like all the time. Really? So, where and where was that? I'm sorry. I'm going to the Sabers game on Saturday. You're paying money to go see them. That's I, that's something. We, <laughs> yeah, I'm going. One who is a Pittsburgh Penguin fan, so. Oh. I know. Well, one of my close friends is a Pittsburgh Penguin fan down here, too. He's from Pittsburgh. So, yeah. Shout out to Ellie. Shout out to Pittsburgh. So, um, so what are you doing now? Are you still at the BAC or what's, what's, uh, yeah. okay. And what's, what's your typical day to day like? Um, I'm just training Monday through Friday and teaching a class a couple hours a day in the mornings. Gotcha. And, uh, did you, did you ever coach spin? or like teach spin classes i used to teach like spinning uh yoga pilates like a sculpt type class like i've kind of taught a little bit of everything but i am currently now just teaching like yoga and pilates gotcha gotcha okay so i guess something that we haven't touched on yet that i think would be a good idea to kind of dive into um again because you're a fitness professional you have a lot of knowledge um diet nutrition um, let's talk about that because you said personally that's something that you struggled with in the past too. I mean, what um, 
currently what are you doing what have you done what is what, what's worked what's not you know let's let's kind of d- dive into that because i think that's a pretty interesting topic um it's just everyone's got an opinion on it right so um yeah go ahead um yeah i don't know it's uh i mean you were vegan for a bit right a vegetarian yeah or vegetarian i'm sorry yeah um yeah i was like probably from 20 uh i don't remember maybe 20 to 25 maybe i was um oh you did it for five years wow i didn't know it was that long i think it was yeah um yeah i uh i'd like to say i'm probably in a really good place with food like food freedom i wasn't always in a in that place um so i don't follow anything like i don't diet or track anything or keep up with trends or anything like that i eat what i want see i think that's where a lot of people get into trouble and i think women struggle with this you know primarily you know with body image i mean obviously there are it affects both you know or all genders but um with with females especially i think it's relevant prevalent and uh i think we're taught nowadays to like these fads quick fix they're just so alluring you know no one wants to hear just watch what you put in your body be you know careful and um and um you know not purposeful but like intentional with what everything you put in your body and eventually you'll start you know you'll maintain it no one wants to hear that everyone wants to hear 30 days do a 20 pound weight you know 20 pound weight loss you know whatever and um i think that's tough so do you live like i know you don't like follow everything that goes into your body and neither do i but do you follow any like general rules of thumb you know what i mean like do you avoid any types of food or make sure that you focus on specific food groups or anything like that no um I have a bit of a history of like disordered eating and um, and exercise and like just some issues that I've had that took a long time to kind of get over. So since then, I would say I, I recovered and in a healthier mindset of that in a physical place. Like I, you can't put limitations on anything. You can't like restrict foods or it can't be so black and white of like, I have learned that food cannot be, you know, black and white. You can't have this perfectionism um, approach to eating and like, you gotta be okay with, with uh, letting go of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. But, it's like the risk versus reward, right? It's like, if you're working out like a maniac all the time, you know, what's the point if you can't enjoy the foods that you wanna enjoy too, right? Right, and it's also, but also you have to know like, you don't have to exercise like a maniac in order to get pizza or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. When that, you know, I've come, I came from like not that place and now being um, a little bit better. It's really nice. Yeah. And I think there's a balance too. You know, it's like if uh, you know, you want to pop, have a pop, you know, don't have a liter a day. You know what I mean? Right. Just, you know, moderation, you know, enjoy and, but a lot of people don't trust themselves and they uh, like will binge eat or if they're if they're restricting themselves from cake, for example, like if I'm not gonna have cake for a month, like I just absolutely am not. And then they see a cake, they eat the whole thing like immediately because they've been deprived. So 
yes, finding balance that like having one piece of cake and trusting yourself that you're not going to have the whole thing. Like just being intuitive. That's all. Intuitive yeah. eating. That's I uh, okay. I follow intuitive eating. That's going to be the best way to explain it. Oh, I eat I what that. I want. Yeah, I eat intuitively. I feel like let my body tell me what I need when I need it and go from there. Well, that's that's the point of listening to yourself, right? I mean, that's that's the, that's the point. I mean, it's and it goes to like not eating when you're hungry too, right? Or not eating when you're full. Or what what right. are you trying to say? Just don't eating eat, when you're hungry. Yeah, don't eat when you're bored. Like, are you eating because you're bored, or are you eating because you're hungry? You know, there's a lot of right. uh, intuitive eating. That's 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 it. I, I love that. I um, I think I, I the slingshot. I always I always say like the slingshot. Every diet's like a slingshot. If you deprive yourself of something that right. you really want, you're just gonna come back even harder. I mean, it's these are unsustainable type things that, that you do to yourself and you can do damage to yourself too by that kind of stuff. And I think a big part of what I do is to get women uh, maybe to trust themselves in that way and like letting them just, yeah, learn, helping them learn to trust themselves when it comes to food. Do you find I, that you come across that a lot with, with your clients or people that you Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's uh, usually the main issue in their mind that they think that of why they're not losing weight or having prog of seeing progress. It's their diet and like, and then it's just a snowball of like body shaming, talking crap about themselves. It's just not healthy. No, that's right. That's right. It's got to be tough to see, but obviously you're a super positive person. So I'm sure you've changed a lot of people's lives. I hope so. <laughs> well, Jenny asked, um, do you have any specific people that give you motivation or inspiration for different workouts? Like, do you have anyone on Instagram uh, or Facebook that you follow that really gives you, you know, inspiration? Um, I don't have any specific, like, social media superstar or anything like that. I just like to watch YouTube videos of, like, yoga. <laughs> No, that's, that's awesome advice, you know, and, and Pilates, I, like it helps me actually as a trainer and as a teacher to like watch what other people are doing. I don't know anyone specifically, but just researching and educating on like what people do in their styles of teaching to like bring to, to my own practices and my training. Oh, I love that. And that's like we were talking about earlier. That's that growth mindset, you know, it's you'll. Yeah. You'll, you'll never know everything. It's a, there isn't. There isn't a. There isn't a uh, like a peak or an apex of of knowledge in especially fitness. You know, so that's the in my opinion that's the sign of a good trainer when you're just constantly learning. You know, because it's like I've run into people that are like, no, I took the ACE test, so I'm good. You know, like you, just because you finished a book doesn't mean that like you yeah. know everything there is, right? <laughs> My exam like 10 years ago I probably don't I don't remember any of those answers now like right. and think about all the shit I, that's changed in the past 10 years you know oh my and the more that I've learned through other people like I'm a I'm a confident like personal trainer and I'm confident in my job from what I've learned from other people versus any textbook I can't learn any of that stuff you can't learn real world stuff in a textbook no, and I, I, you're right about that. And I, I think that goes with, like, things across the board, too. You know, like like coding, for instance. Like, if you're learning to code, well, if you're learning to code from a master or if you're learning to code from an online program, I mean, 
the guy right. who studies with the master is always going to have the upper hand, at least in my opinion. And um, just learn by doing. We were just was I talking to you about that? Um, oh no, I was talking to <laughs> I was talking to a guy today who um, he owns his own restaurant and he employs his two kids over in North Tonawanda. And oh. he was saying um, his two kids have no experience in um, foods in the food service industry, but he he wants to you know leave it to his kids when you know he's done with it. And obviously he's not too old. He's you know his kids are in his twenties. But he said COVID was actually a good thing for him because it's allowed him to teach and kind of gradually increase business to their capacities and they're learning on the fly. But exactly like you could. Would you rather trust someone who read a textbook about running a business or, oh my, you know, no. yeah. And that's where I think a lot of people just, and I think you do have to be careful too, because there are a lot of shysters on YouTube too. You know, there's a lot of people who are going to yeah. tell you nonsense. Right. Yeah. So yoga is like your big thing. Um, I mean, I, I don't really consider, like, I think people perceive certain things because like, if you ask another person, they'll be like, oh, yeah, she's the runner. Like, people perceive different things, I think, mm -hmm. of what I like to do a lot. And I really don't know what I like to do a lot because I like to do everything. <laughs> well, I think that's what makes you you. Um, I, like, you know, yeah. I'm the same way. And, and that's what's funny. That's what's been really interesting about this, this whole journey that I'm taking on YouTube and, like, video production. Because when I'll do live streams... Because I live stream, obviously, this. I live stream my cycling. I live stream me playing Mario. I live stream, like, triathlons that I do. Um, you know, my vlog. So, like, I have, like, so many different avenues. And it's funny because I'll hop on a, I'll hop on a, um, like, a Mario stream. And a guy that follows me specifically for cycling will be like, oh, what are you doing? And I'll tell him what I'm doing. And he's like, oh. And then he hangs out. You know what I mean? So, it's more like... The personality rather than the actual act itself and i think that's the way the world's going is there aren't like that's celebrity but like well i guess celebrities you know like if you think about someone like you know a crazy crazy popular actor compared to like youtube stars people like the youtube stars because they're personable they're you see them on a personal level you see them doing different things they interact with you as opposed to you know, like Tom Hanks in an ivory tower somewhere that, you know, never really interacts with anybody. So I, um, I love that. I think that idea of just being hyper specialized in one thing is just broaden your horizons. Right. I mean, I think that's, that shows that, that growth mindset again, like I was talking about. Fully. Awesome. Awesome. So I don't know. I think, uh, I think we covered everything. I mean, what, what other questions do you have or whatever, you know, what other messages do you want to get out that we didn't cover yet? Um, I don't know. I'm just really into uh, women learning like self-love and self-care, um, having fitness be free and accessible for everyone, I think is really, really important. And kind of like you said before, like, like prioritizing and like, making excuses whatever like I want to be able to have everyone realize that if exercise is something they want to do like they can do it there's really no excuse not to because there are so many outlets of how you can do things so if you have 
let me ask you this. So in terms of like someone who is watching this right now and they say, I'm really, you know, because I'm sure you remember from your training days, you have the pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, activation, right? So say you're talking to, say someone right now is in the preparation stage. They got the shoes, they got the gym clothes. Maybe they don't have the gym membership, but like they want to work out. What would be your advice to them? What would, what would you tell them right now? I'm trying to think if I were to tell my mom that because I feel like she can relate. Um, I don't know. Do something super small. If you want to like just start moving your body, literally just walk out the door and walk for five minutes. Like it doesn't have to be this huge thing. Like you don't have to set a goal to go to the gym or to go to this class or to stop doing this or whatever, like five times a week because that's you're going to fail. Like, just pick one small attainable goal. Yeah, like walk around the block once a like, day or something like that. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah, that's, um, I think that's good advice. It's you see, I, I hated seeing people get too zealous, you know, get overzealous with it, and then you burn out in the first week, and then it's like you're doing more harm than good because you've set these unattainable goals. Then you feel like a failure, and then now yeah. you're not going to – you know you're going to be less likely to go back in the future. You know, so right. that's awesome advice. Just start and do start slow and small. That's it. I think that's the move. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. Well, you're definitely um, inspiring. So let's real quick, let's go over what you've done. I want to like, what races have you done and what like fitness challenges have you done? Like it, let's, let's run through the list here because I, uh, I think it's pretty impressive what you've done. <clears throat> I have no idea. Like I can't list um, I mean, th I've run three marathons. I've probably ran 50 half marathons. I don't know. I mean, I truly do not. I, I could not tell you numbers of 5Ks, half marathons, anything like that. But think about that. Um, just the fact that you were just like, eh, like, I don't know, 50 half marathons or something. I mean, I know. It's stupid. But that's, no, um, that's amazing. That's what I'm trying to say is like the level that you're at, people train their whole lives to run a half marathon and you just casually just like yeah 50 or something i don't know <laughs> I, yeah i guess you're right so um i don't but like i've never like won anything <laughs> but who cares you finished that's the point and it's not like you're walking either i mean you're you're running half marathons like that's not yeah. like what's what's your what's your time you're shooting for for your half marathon in grand island sub two I mean, come on. Like, you're, yeah, okay. You say you didn't win anything. A sub two-hour half marathon is freaking impressive. People shoot for that their whole lives. Thanks. Do you think you're going to be able to do it? Um, If I have the positive mental attitude, I will. And if you take some pump fuel before. Yeah. <laughs> Get all jacked up. Imagine. <laughs> I mean... That's what I do every day. I know. <laughs> I, uh, I, before every race, Jenny knows. Like, she helps me out. She, like, carries a little backpack around, and then we take it a half hour out so we can get – so we're at, the, we're at the starting line, just all itchy on beta alanine. We're like, let's go. Yeah. Let's get all jacked up. <laughs> I, I've seen you chug coffee, like, five seconds before you go gym. You're wild. I – um actually chuck coffee right before this podcast so we're, we're back baby 
<laughs> nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. As much as things change, nothing changed. <laughs> Not at all. All right, Joe. No, Joe. Oh, go ahead. Like, go ahead. Just my purpose truly in life is to like help women love themselves and like move their body in positive, healthy ways. And um, if I can do that for anyone, like, then I'm stoked about it. I love it. If I can, if I can help a woman be comfortable with themselves and feel good in their body, like that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do with my life. I love that. And I think that's an incredible message. And I think there just needs to be more people like you in the world, man. I mean, just positive, you know, just really inspiring, motivated, driven people. Um, I think there's just so much negativity floating around out there today that I uh, want. And it's like going back to what we talked about earlier. I want this whole thing to be a lightning rod for that. I want to, you know, attract successful people and talk to them and, you know, attract people who are looking to become motivated and draw inspiration from and just kind of build this community of people that, you know, just want to be better versions of themselves. Like you said, you don't have to win anything. But if, you know, (laughs) how many people that we talked to, you know, when we were working together, you know, in the running club that like, we're on the verge of tears finishing a half marathon or a 5k, you know, like, I I just, I know, I, I literally like, before this, I did a, a 5K in 20 minutes, like casually, but like you forget that this means so much to I, someone to shoot for that. And I, don't know. Go I, ahead, know. Sorry, I interrupted you. And I just love that journey for people. Like, I love hearing about why they're starting to exercise. Like, what are their goals? Where did you start? Where are you going? Like, I, I love, love, love. Like, you know how people are like, oh, my God, I don't want to hear about your workouts. Like, that's so no one wants to hear that you just went for a run this morning. It's like, no, like I do. Like, I love hearing about it. I love everything about it. Yeah. And that's why I try to I mean, you you follow me and I follow you, obviously. Like, I like posting that kind of stuff. And the people who say that unfollow me, I don't care. It's not for you anyway. Right. Right. Like, if you're just going to sit there and be miserable and angry that I worked out today, I mean, don't follow me. I don't care. Like, that's not the point of this. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. So, um, love love post-workout posts. Keep them up. All right, cool. Well, we'll see what we can do. The the vlog, I think is, uh, that, that was like the next step in this evolution here. It's a lot of work, but I think people are responding pretty, pretty nice to it. I think, uh, because people want to know what it's like behind the scenes on a day-to-day basis. And, um, you know, I just wanted, I think it always goes back to like imposter syndrome kind of too, you know, don't like that, the voice of doubt that's in your head. I talk about this a lot, but you know, when, when you're at a race, you know, you immediately get flooded with doubts and you look around and you're like, well, that know. person's better than me. That person's better than me. It's, but you deserve it's to be so hard. It is. It definitely it's is. It's so and it's so hard and I've struggled with that for so long but like shifting your perspective honestly changes everything yeah just be just try and be more positive yeah I think it's it's not something it's not an overnight thing either it's it's kind of like making a u-turn with a barge you know it's it's a it's a slow process you know if you're if you're in a think of one of those massive ships you know making a u-turn like that's that's kind of how you know your mentality is it's not going to change overnight but if you stay with it at some point you're just going to be in a completely different direction with a different perspective and i think um i know i certainly know that i am that way and you know you definitely are too so yeah 
you know that saying fake it till you make it yeah it's that fake it till you become it is the is the better one like if you're not a happy person just like fake it until you are a happy person i like that i like that a lot it's really cool <laughs> i never heard that before but i mean that's true because you can you can be anything that you want to be in terms of you know your disposition you know, if you want to just be miserable all the time, like that's not doing anybody any favors. The people that you come in right. contact with, you're going to make them angrier or more miserable. Or, you know, if you're negative, like it goes back to that anchor engine kind of thing. You know, if you're going to be an anchor, I, I'm not, you're not going to be hanging out with me. <laughs> you know, like if you're dragging me down, I, I really have no interest in hanging out with you. Sorry. I mean, it's nothing personal, but I'm going this way. I'm not going this way. So. <coughs> All right. Well, Jojo, I think we are just coming up on an hour. So um, I, I had no idea what to talk about. So I don't know how we just talked for an hour. I could talk for the next five hours, but Jenny's making dinner and she's probably going to kill me if I keep talking. So <laughs> Yeah. Good. No, I, um, it, I mean, and, and that's another thing that I've discovered by doing this show, too, is every person that I've had on. Like I don't, I don't plan any questions. I, I have no notebooks or anything in front of me. Um, I just talk because it's interesting to learn about people, and that's it, it, it. Flies by, it really does. Trust me, I am the queen of talking, so I that's I'm here for that fully. That's why we never got any work done when we worked together because we just talked. To there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to follow Joelle, the links will be in the show notes when we're done. Make sure you follow her. She got her big race on May first. She's gonna hit that sub two hour mark. It's gonna be awesome. Running in the bills in September. We got that coming. All kinds Woo! of crazy stuff coming up. Very excited for that. All right, Jojo. Well, it was a pleasure to see you again. As always, love you. Thanks for coming on. And um, go Bills. Anything else you got to say? Go Bills.